Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This is the news from the Lord. Hello, America. This is Jeffrey Lord with another edition of the Did He Really Just Say That? The Word of the Lord with Jeffrey Lord. So, California is studying reparations, ignoring, amazingly, or not so amazingly, the party that really did support slavery. That would be, yes, the Democratic Party. I'll have more on this in a minute. But first, by now you've all heard me talk about my pillow. And now our friend Mike Lindell has done it again by introducing his new My Slippers. Mike has taken over two years to develop these slippers. They're designed to be worn indoors and outdoors all day long, and I do. They're made with My Pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and they're made with quality leather suede. For a limited time, Mike is offering 40% off his new My Slippers. The My Slippers are so comfortable that you will want to get some for the whole family. So, Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code JEFF. You will also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including those fabulous Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-606-1043 and use promo code JEFF. Now, reparations for slavery? Mm, this is in the news lately. A lot. There is now a clever game being played by, yes, California Democrats. The so-called Task Force to Study and Develop Reparation Proposals for African Americans that was set in motion by the Democratic Attorney, California Attorney General is now out there demanding this, according to a report from CBS News. The Reparations Task Force quote, recommended that the state make a formal apology for its role in perpetuating slavery and its racially discriminatory laws. Topics for the apology include censure of the state's first governor, Peter Burnett, who was a, quote, avid white supremacist, unquote, the state's enforcement of the federal fugitive state slave law, the state's delay in ratifying of the 14th and 15th Amendments, which formally ended slavery and its prohibition against interracial marriage, according to the report, unquote. That's from CBS. So, hmm, do you notice anything missing? I do. There is not a peep about an apology, much less reparations, from uh, the biggest political supporter of slavery in the day. And who would that be? Why, that would be none other than, yes, the Democratic Party. And bear in mind that several members of the Reparations Task Force are themselves elected members of the California legislature, and they are Democrats to a person. So settle back for a bit, and I'll run through a refresher course on the history of the Democratic Party and its history of supporting slavery that the California Task Force on Slavery is mysteriously ignoring. 
There is no reference by the task force to the number of Democratic Party platforms that specifically supported slavery. There were six from 1840 through 1860. There is no acknowledgement by the task force of the number of Democratic presidents who owned slaves. Wow. There were seven from 1800 through to 1861. There is no reference by the task force to the number of Democratic Party platforms that either supported segregation outright or were silent on the subject. There were 20, count them, 20 from 1868 through to 1948. There is no reference by the task force to Jim Crow, as in Jim Crow laws, nor is there reference to the role Democrats played in creating them. Creating them. These were the post-Civil War laws passed enthusiastically by Democrats in that pesky 52-year period um, after the Civil War. These laws segregated public schools, public transportation, restaurants, restrooms, and public places in general everything from water coolers to beaches. The reason that civil rights heroine Rosa Parks became famous is that she sat in the front of a whites-only bus, the whites-only designation, yes, the direct result of local Democrats. There is no reference by the task force to the formation of the Ku Klux Klan, which, according to Columbia University historian Eric Foner, became, quote, a military force serving the interests of the Democratic Party, unquote. Nor is there any reference by the task force to University of North Carolina historian Alan Torlese's description of the Klan as the terrorist arm of the Democratic Party. There is no reference by the task force to the fact that Democrats opposed the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments to the Constitution. They do give a a bit of a reference to the 14th and 15th, but none to the 13th. The 13th banned slavery. The 14th effectively overturned the infamous 1857 Supreme Court Dred Scott decision made by Democrat pro-slavery Supreme Court justices by guaranteeing due process and equal protection to former slaves. The 15th gave black Americans the right to vote. There is a bit of a mention of that by the task force. Good for them. There is a passing reference for a lack of support by California for the 14th and 15th Amendments, but there's no reference that Democrats in Congress oppose not just those two amendments, but most importantly, the 13th Amendment that abolished slavery. There is no reference to the fact that Democrats oppose the Civil Rights Act of 1866. It was passed by the Republican Congress over the veto of Democratic President Andrew Johnson. The law was designed to provide blacks with the right to own private property, sign contracts, sue, and serve as witnesses in legal proceedings. Not a peep about that from the Reparations Task Force. Neither is any reference uh, by the task force to the Democrats' opposition to the Civil Rights Act of 1875. That was passed by a Republican Congress and signed into law by Republican President Ulysses Grant. The law prohibited racial discrimination in public places and public accommodations. There was no reference by the task force to the Democrats' 1904 platform, which devotes a section to, quote, sectional and racial racial agitation, unquote, claiming that Republican Party's protest against segregation and the denial of voting rights to blacks sought to, quote, revive the dead and hateful race and sexual animosities in any part of our common country, end quote which in turn, quote, means confusion, distraction of business, and the reopening of wounds now happily healed, unquote.
happily healed. Here we are in the 21st century and uh, not happily healed. There is no reference by the task force to four Democrat platforms from 1908 to 1920 that are silent on blacks, segregation, lynching, and voting rights as racial, excuse me, as racial problems in the country mount. By contrast, the Republican platforms of these, those years specifically address, quote, the rights of the Negro, unquote, that was in 1908, opposes lynchings, that would be Republican platforms of 1912, 1920, 1924, and 1928, and as the New Deal kicks in, speaks out about the dangers of making blacks, quote, wards of the state, quote, unquote. There is no reference by the task force to the Democratic National Committee-sponsored Democrat Convention of 1924, known to history as the Klanbake. The 103-ballot convention was held in Madison Square Garden in New York City. Hundreds of delegates were members of, yes, the Ku Klux Klan, the Klan being so powerful that a plank condemning Klan violence was defeated outright. To celebrate, the Klan staged a rally with 10,000 hooded Klansmen in a field across the river in New Jersey. That would be across the Hudson River from the site of the convention. It was attended by hundreds of cheering convention delegates. The rally featured burning crosses and calls for violence against African Americans and Catholics. No word from the... uh, Reparations Task Force on that. Neither is any reference. Is there any reference to the fact that it was Democrats who segregated the federal government of the United States, specifically at the direction of Democrat President Woodrow Wilson, upon taking office in 1913? There is a reference uh, in um, other places to the fact that President Harry Truman integrated the military after World War II. Well, good for Harry Truman. There is uh, always reference by Democrats to the fact that Democrats created the Federal Reserve Board, they passed labor and child welfare laws, and created Social Security with Woodrow Wilson's New Freedom and FDR's New Deal. But, and in this case, the, the, the task force that has no reference that these kind of programs were created as the result of, yes, an agreement to ignore segregation and the lynching of blacks. Neither does the task force focus on a reference to the thousands of local officials, state legislators, state governors, U.S. congressmen, and U.S. senators who were elected as supporters of slavery and then segregation between 1800 and 1965. They make one reference to one solitary California governor, and I've checked him out. Lo and behold, he was described as being, quote-unquote, nonpartisan. He was not a Democrat. Nor is there reference uh, by the task force to the deal with the devil that left segregation and lynching as a way of life in return for election support for three post-war Democrat presidents. Those would be Grover Cleveland, Woodrow Wilson, and Franklin Roosevelt. The task force has no reference that three-fourths of the opposition to the 1964 Civil Rights Bill in the United States House of Representatives came from Democrats, or that 80% of the nay vote on the bill in the Senate came from Democrats. And certainly there is no reference to the fact that the opposition included future, the opposition to those civil rights bills, uh, the 1964 civil rights bill included future Senate Democratic leader, Robert Byrd of West Virginia, a former Klan member, and Tennessee Senator Albert Gore Sr., the father of future Vice President Al Gore. 
And last, but certainly not least, there is no reference by the commission, by the task force, to the fact that Birmingham, Alabama, Public Safety Commissioner Bull Connor, who infamously unleashed dogs and fire hoses on civil rights protesters, was in fact, yes indeed, both a member of the Democratic National Committee and the Ku Klux Klan. And of course, there is no call by the task force on President Joe Biden, the titular leader of the party that avidly supported slavery and segregation, and is now well into support for the son of segregation known as identity politics. There's no call by this reparations panel for Joe Biden to have the Democratic Party formally apologize for support of slavery. Not to mention, there is, last but certainly not least, no reference of having the Democratic Party formally pay reparations for its staunch support of slavery. A reparations task force that can't bring itself to have the party that actually supported slavery pay for reparations is what we've got here. Imagine that. For the word of the Lord, this is Jeffrey Lord. Stop by my website at thejeffreylord.com and I'll see you soon. Mm -hmm.